Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, patrons, it's time for a patron-exclusive episode, coming to you live from, you can hear, I don't know if you can hear, like, let me let me pass it over to Lake Terry. Terry, do you have anything to say? That's Lake Terry coming at us. Uh, live, in person, I'm here. I don't know if this will be a Minnesota or a full-on episode, patrons, but I'm out here. It's uh, about 10 p.m., just after dark, and I thought I'd do a little talking to Terry and uh, some... Terry, how you doing? Uh, Oh, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary time... For sleep with me, patrons, the podcaster uh, that's uh, looking at the horizon, and I'm seeing some light off to the right horizon, even though it's uh, it's like 10:39 p.m. Could that be the sun or something else? I don't know. I got a lightning bug to my right, Lake Terry to my front. I got the Big Dipper right right above me. I got another lightning bug trying to mix me up with the stars. I will give you a heads up, patrons. There, I will try to. I guess I'll try to edit it out. Uh, anyone celebrating uh, the season here? But I'm out here. I'm uh, recording. Uh, oh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep. Trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, We do with a bedtime story, patrons. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, temperature, time, uh, changes in routine... Cloudy skies, clear skies, space, final frontiers, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, Lake Terry, I got her on the backup. Terry, what do you have to say? Splash, she said. I got the moon somewhere out there. I got my I'm here, I'm here at my brother, my brother and my sister's place, and I'm solo. Just uh, was doing some laundry for my uh, parents, and wow, I got a powerful lightning bug. Might be coming in to see what I'm talking about. Hey, lightning bug, how you doing? Really, uh, really just cruising. I I don't know if I've seen a lightning bug cruise. It was like doing a late, it might have been coming in from a lake cruise. Uh, but I want to do send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm using soothing creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Since you're a patron, you know, I don't need to do an intro. But I know some of you love these intros. Uh, so what else do I do? Oh, a few things you need to know. If, if you're new here, <laughs> thanks for becoming a patron right away. Holy moly. Uh, Oshkosh bagosh. But here's a couple of things. Uh, you're, this is a Patreon-only episode, so you don't got to worry about commercials. Uh, make sure if you're listening to uh, the browser, you get your RSS feed set up. I think I see a, a boat or a planet on the horizon to my due north. I'm recording via mic into my phone, though, so I can't see if that... That could be... Mar- Let's just say it's Mars. Terry, you think that's Mars or a boat? She doesn't know. The uh, lightning bug. Oh, that lightning bug's name is Jerry with an I. How you doing, Jerry? Wow. There's a lot of lightning bugs. And I'm fully, uh, this time, I think the last time I did a, a outdoor episode out here, I wasn't, um, it, funny funny thing, I wasn't uh, prepared clothing and spray-wise. Tonight, the only thing exposed are my hands, my neck, and my face, and actually have we'll talk about that later right terry because talking about space we'll be talking about infinity scarves and right now i'm feeling pretty good it's cool night and there's a breeze and i'm close to terry so that's like a low bug zone anyway uh but here's a few things you 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 might need to know if you're new or you're regular listener you might be want to be reminded of one 
when I say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, uh, that means that everybody's welcome here. And it's a safe place and it's open to all. And I'm glad you're here. I say that a lot and I mean it a lot uh, or wholeheartedly. I also want you to know uh, that there's no pressure to fall asleep, even though it's Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. It's really the podcast that's here while you fall asleep. So I'll be here for a bit, keeping you company, here with Terry and Jerry, and I don't know what other friends we're going to meet. Big, Big D, can I call you Big D, Big Dipper? Other stars whose names I will never know, not tonight at least. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for the Little Dipper. I think I see Orion's belt. I don't know if that's in the Big Dipper. Or somewhere else, but three stars in a row to me. Sorry, Orion. There maybe there's other belts out there. Morpheus's belt is uh, out there somewhere. There's also enough lightning bugs. Or what are the, what are the other terms for lightning bugs? Is that a regional term? I don't know. Uh, but you don't you don't need to fall asleep. Uh, there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour, and you don't need to listen to me. <laughs> I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. Uh, while you drift off, uh, you're getting, not going to miss much, except I mean, maybe I don't want to. I don't know. Maybe the moon's rising in the uh, what's the sunset rises in rises in the west and sets in the east, or rises in the east and sets in the west. It's not a joke. Uh, I, th- I thought I was looking north, but I guess I'm looking west. There is still some light on the horizon, and it's powerful light. And there's no city in that direction. Uh, so I have to assume it's either the sun, maybe the sun's just poking up and saying, hey, I'm beyond, I'm below the horizon, well below it. So there's no, because um, it's a lighter, um, I don't know if it's a green flash, maybe. But, I mean, it's hours past the sunsets. And I'm here, and I think I wanted to remind you uh, that there's an, oh, you don't need to listen to me, hardy har har. I think I made that clear. And I'll just be here to keep you company. No pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. Uh, everybody's. I'm glad you're here. Terry's. Terry, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, so I'm here, Lake Terry. I had a, I had ice cream Sunday about an hour and a half ago, maybe two hours ago. Watched an episode of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation uh, to prepare for you know to prepare for f- watching it over and over again over the next few days. Uh, to prepare for an episode, and that's about it. I'm 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 glad you're here. I'm here. I think that's it for the intro. Uh, I don't know what other metaphor I would come up with. Uh, I'm I guess uh, you thinking of Big Dippers. Hey, Big Dipper, you ever taken a dip in Lake Terry? I'm here just in case you're new. I'll transition into the show now. So I'm here. I'm here on the shores of Lake Ontario. Last year, I started calling Lake Ontario. Lake Terry, because Terry, what do you have to say? I'm going to take a sip of ginger ale. Terry, I want you to take the mic from me and uh, say something to the audience. Hey, Terry, I just accidentally took a sip of uh, seltzer. Um, but uh, that was Ter- Terry, a.k.a. Lake Ontario. And uh, she's she's my favorite lake in the world. I mean, that's that, that simple. Uh, no offense. Uh, other lakes that are pretty... I mean, there's no other lake even in the ballpark, Terry. I would say... I mean, Lake Tahoe, I had one good, great swim in there. And other lakes I've enjoyed. Don't don't even... That's a, it, how, Yeah, I mean, and I'm not even trying to, uh, you know, butter you up. Because I wouldn't butter a lake up. That would be... Uh, it's probably in violation of some treaty. But, I mean, I guess I butter you up with my uh, when I come come in there with sunscreen, and I mean I probably used a soap with cocoa butter in there. I do bathe in Terry. I don't know if I talked about that on the original Lake Terry episode, but I do like to take a, a bath now and then. I don't know. It's not exactly a bath. It's more like a, um, a cleansing. I, uh, you know, wash my face, my hair, uh, my arms, my underarms, giggly goo. Um, really, we got a lot of uh, lightning bugs. I feel like, uh, a, I'm not at a lightning bug parade, but I feel like I'm a stadium 
and there's lightning bugs circling me, like advertising things. And that could be, I mean, that could be in one of those movies. Um, but yeah, I'm here. I'm glad you're all here with me. Again, I'm looking maybe due west, maybe north. I don't know my... Well, no, let's see. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Because you'd be looking north, of course. That, I, I was trying to think of it, but, but in practical terms, yeah, north and east and west. Uh, so I presume, I guess, if that's the west, maybe I'm looking south. I don't, I don't know, but um, north and that's west? Maybe. But I, I, I don't know. I'm looking out into the lake where I know there's no land, and I see a dot, and it's a very powerful dot. It's a amber-type light, and it's directly in front of me. So I don't know if that's a planet on the horizon or a boat. I did see a clipper from the uh, coasties out there yesterday. So that's the only ship I could imagine would be out there at night with that kind of uh, powerful light. But I don't know if they'd have an um, amber-colored light. So we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye on the lightning bugs. We'll keep an eye on the stars. You might be asking, where's the moon? No idea. That could be what's... Oh, lightning bugs coming by. Do lightning bugs travel in Paris? Hi, how you doing? What's your name? I'm a scooter. I make a sleep pod. Oh, you got to go somewhere. They just advertised that I'm just doing my job, just advertising to to all to. Oh, there goes another one. Hey, how you doing, Blinky? No, good to meet you. Did you know in Pac-Man there's a Blinky? Have you played Pac-Man before? You're not familiar. I think you'd like it. Uh, but yeah, there's a character on Pac-Man called Blinky, Pinky, Blinky. I don't know the the other names. It was oh, what what's Pac-Man? Well, it's it's great to meet you, Blinky. Do you, do, you, do you know anyone named Pinky? Could I ask you a question? Is that a planet or a star out there? Do you know? Or a ship? What's a, sh- what's a blink? Oh, what's Pac-Man? Okay, so Pac-Man was a video game, an early video game, arcade game, uh, I think was what they originally called. What's an arcade? What's a game? When you, do you ever fly around? Do you ever play uh, Chase, Chase the uh, Lightning Bug? People play it with you. You don't like it. Do you ever play any light... Do you know what a reindeer game is? What's a reindeer? Okay. Uh, Okay, back to Pac-Man. Because there might be actually listeners wondering what Pac-Man is. Uh, So maybe not, though, because there's... hmm. So Pac-Man... Miss Pac-Man currently is more popular than Pac-Man. Because she has a bow. And uh, I think... Uh, that game, it, like a pizza place, would have that on a... Never mind, I'm confusing you even more. I'm sorry, Blinky. Uh, it's a game, a video game, uh, with lights, not lightning bug lights. Uh, I think they're CRT. What's a CRT? Cathode ray tube, I believe. Believe it or not, I knew the answer to that, Blinky. Um, it's a game where a Pac-Man, which was just a being with only a mouth. Have you ever... Yeah, kind of like a bird. I mean, in, in your world, exactly like a bird. Uh, yeah, it, it's a being, and what it does is it goes around, and Pac-Man is, believe it or not, is a hero. I, I don't know the plot, actually, Blinky. I mean, I know I watched the, the Pac-Man had a cartoon, an animated TV show. I'll, maybe I could explain to you another time. Um, Lake Terry, could you help me out here? Don't know. Uh, but so, where was I? Oh, so it was a, Pac-Man was a, a mouth, a being that was only a mouth, and I think it ate power pills or something. It had to eat these kind of, these dots. Yeah, just like a dot, exactly, Blinky. And some were power pills, and for some reason, Pac-Man was getting chased by GHOSTs, uh, uh, go, go, Sters, ghosters, which are uh, like a bit like a ghoster, you know. And uh, these ghosters, they would chase Pac-Man around. But when Pac-Man ate a power pill, Pac-Man would be able to eat the ghosters, of which Blinky was one. And then Blinky would... Um, uh, they'd vanish for a little while. And then when if, if they ate uh, Pac-Man, it would make a sound... 
like an old-fashioned phone calling somebody or something, I believe. And Pac-Man was a game that people played for pleasure, uh, and uh, people would control. It was a symbol. It wasn't actually, Pac-Man wasn't a real thing. That's confusing. I know it is, Blinky. Uh, but yeah, Pac-Man, you'd move Pac-Man around, and that would be it. I guess that's uh, the story of Pac-Man. Um, what's it like being a lightning? Oh, you got to go. Okay, nice seeing you, Blinky. I'll see you later. Okay, we lost our first... That's Blinky, everybody, the the lightning bug. And, oh, Blinky's gone. So I was going to ask Blinky, what does Blinky do? And it looks like all the lightning bugs took off on us. That's strange. Probably a sign that uh, they had something better to do. But yeah, so I'm here with Lake Terry. Uh, as I was saying earlier, my favorite lake in the world, on Earth, uh, one of the great lakes. And I've said it once, I'll say it again. In my opinion, the greatest of the Great Lakes. Uh, Erie, you know, mind your own business. I'm talking to Lake Terry. You know, stay on your side of the Niagara Falls. But so, uh, I'm here with Lake Terry, uh, Lake Ontario. And she's peaceful tonight. She's rippling, really looking good. No white caps at all. You could probably hear a steady sound. She's not exact. I wouldn't say you're lapping the shore, though, uh, Terry. You're swishing it. Really nice. You're saying, "Hey, rocks. Let me. Are you cleaning in between the rocks on the shore?" Yes. You're really. Are you aerating things? Because that feels like you are. And beautiful. The moon, I'm assuming, is somewhere, as Fivel would say, out there. But I can't see the moon. But I uh, can see, like, a reflection on the water. There's also, like, a uh, some sort of power light uh, <laughs> b- b- blaring in my left eye uh, that I thought would probably go out, but it won't. But, yeah, we're going to make the most of this. Because uh, this will be, oh, wow, we got... So even though I have uh, some sort of light, we're really getting um, some milky milking going in this milky way. Do you know the way to the Milky Way, uh, Lake Terry, or anyone? I guess it's probably time uh, to play, see if we could see a shooting star. Uh, I'm looking directly at the Big Dipper. Uh, tonight, the Big Dipper's right where I'm looking. It's so lucky. Above it is a lot more stars. We're here in an area... That while I have uh, a local light pollution with this one light here and some beautiful lightning bugs, it was, uh, I think it, the lightning bugs are even kind of, you know, giving me some distance. We really have some great stars to look at, uh, really three dimensional. Wow. I'm like, uh, really, can you feel it in my voice? It's almost like there's so many stars, the stars are out of focus, except for the really bright ones, which could be true. It could just be my, it could be the wispy clouds in the sky. There are some wispy clouds, uh, maybe to the left of me, to the, whatever direction that is, southeast, west, or north, there's uh, cloud cover. I can't even see very few stars like uh but it's it's nice there's a little breeze going and the big dippers there the old milky way and i'm just saying hey if you got a shooting star or a message you want to get to me to share with the patrons on patreon at whatever level goal we met for uh this uh, i'm uh you know we'll see if uh, you know you want to share with us a shooting star, we could wish on, wish on. That'd be great. That'd be terrific. But you know, we could wait. We could sit here, and I could figure other things to talk about, like Terry, all of the soft serve ice cream I've had over the past a few days. I could tell you. I don't know if I can name the places. Let me think of uh, the like uh, the fr- today. I, I ate at a uh, place which I'll call Lakeshore Ice Cream. And that was, uh, it, it was not, it was, it was, uh, thumbs down. I mean, it was soft serve ice cream. It was an almond joy Sunday. It did not bring me joy. It brought, it brought me, like I said, well, I'm eating ice cream. 
and I like, like uh, it was good, but it didn't taste anything like. An, there was no joy. There was neither almonds nor a coconut in a way that reminded me of an almond joy. It was a the laziest. I, I, I didn't think I'd become an ice cream troll, but laziest is almond joy I've had. So that is one place I've had. Then yesterday, there's a big dairy, which we'll call uh, Brine Dairy. Uh, and they have a bunch of stores, and I don't think they've expanded over the years. And in order to be a completist, because they're larger and non-mom and pop, we did eat there. And it was good. I had... Oh, there was a problem with my order. <laughs> don't worry. It'll get better from here. Uh, and you know, if you want to do, if you want to interrupt me with any shooting stars, Terry, what do you think about? You know, remember, hey, Lake Terry, remember yesterday, I said to my family, I said she looks just like chocolate soft serve ice cream right now. It was about five thirty p.m. I was looking out at you. I was studying your surface. I was enjoying my time with you, and I said she just looks like a chocolate soft serve right now. And everyone in my family looked at me blankly, like, what are you talking about? And I said, I'm talking about Terry and chocolate soft serve ice cream. But what was I saying? Oh, so I went to, oh, so we yesterday we were at Brine Dairy, and there was my order. I went for a simple order. I said, uh, give me a chocolate and vanilla twist in a uh, waffle cone, but I got it in a cake cone. And uh, I was a little disappointed with that. Oh no, I did have uh, rainbow sprinkles on there, and uh, so, but that was good. It was good. I also uh, had a couple other. I, oh, let me tell you about my ice cream mishap. Some of you, I posted on Instagram, but this will be time removed from there. Uh, but we, one, a couple of my family members think the best ice cream is at this gas station, B and B Gas. And they have their own ice cream. And they also have, uh, it's a gas station. It's an ice cream shop. It's a diner. You can get fishing stuff there. Uh, I think they have Outback, Go-Karts, and um, what's that, Mini Golf. So from from for the family down at B&B Gas. And they also, so they do have an ice cream stand and they have a lot of places now. I don't think this was they had this when I was a kid. They have hard serve ice cream and soft serve. And in California, we don't really have a lot of soft serve ice cream. I probably talked about this before. And so it's a real treat for me to get a lot of, uh, especially chocolate and vanilla twist. But this particular gas station, they take, they have a way to infuse flavors. I mean, you know, flavorings into their soft serve, vanilla soft serve. And they put a flavor in there. And I'm partial to this Irish cream flavor, which actually doesn't taste like Irish cream. It tastes like a, it has the creamy, um, you know what Irish cream tastes like, maybe some of you. Uh, it has the creamy part, but without the, the alcohol punch, instead of it has like a coconut flavor. And so it doesn't taste like Irish cream. It tastes like chocolate coconut something, creamy coconut goodness. And so I ordered that, and I was there. This was uh, a few days ago, and I was there with uh, family members, multiple family members, and I was the last person to get my ice cream, and it was overstacked. And I don't know if the workers were playing a little, uh, having a little fun with old scoots, because you know I, I tend to, you know, people like to have fun with me. And right after I got my ice cream, and I'm not, I'm no ice cream rookie. I've had my, you know, I, I'm pretty, actually, I'm pretty skilled at uh, eating ice cream. Like, you you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, it's just, just a hobby. It's just something I enjoy. And my brother was saying, you know, if you don't drink, why would you order Irish cream flavored ice cream? And I was trying to explain to him the same thing I just did to you, but not in... Uh, is clear language. I said, well, it doesn't take it. And then as I was trying to make my point, I'd taken maybe one lick of my thing, and it was overstacked like a soft serve spiraling up. And I'd sat down, and I took one lick, and I was talking and talking, and my entire thing fell like a tower out of my cone. But somehow, 
with lightning fast movement, I moved my hand and I caught the entire soft serve uh, thing, which is rare that it would, it, it was indoors and had AC. So I think that was part of it. And I caught it like it was, uh, and then I just, I flipped it over just because my I was moving so quickly and I squished it right back on the cone. Now, meanwhile, it hit me in the chest and my sunglasses and my face and my hand. And so I was covered in ice cream and I was dripping with ice cream. Uh, but then I went right, and then everyone was, of course, laughing at me and with me. And then I did, did a few licks, and I it was like it never happened, except for the ice cream covering me in my face. But that's not, I mean, that's kind of par for the course. So you could probably see those pictures on Instagram somewhere, some of them. And they proceeded to eat my ice cream, and it, it worked out great because everybody had something to laugh about for a few hours. It didn't actually hurt my feelings because I had, I said, this worked out great. It made people laugh, and I got to enjoy my whole ice cream cone. Um and I just don't know what I think you might be asking Scoots give us your you know you've, it's been a few days what do you think where do you think it went wrong and I would say that uh, there wasn't an anchoring inside the cone there wasn't any the ice cream was only on the surface of the cone it didn't have like a root I guess a tap root uh, of cream of uh, soft serve in there to hold it inside the cone and, and give it a little bit of anchor weight like a tap root would and so it had no foundation. So as soon as I licked it, and I was doing, you know, kind of uh, jerky movements as I was defending my ice cream choice, uh, that's where it went wrong. But then, you know, I caught it. it rare, you know, it's rare that my that I have panther-like skills like that. But when it comes to ice cream, so Terry, did what do you think about that? Did were you impressed? Did you hear that story already? You did. You were laughing about it, huh? Yeah, that's funny. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just sitting here, um, sitting here with Terry, waiting for uh, even more stars are out. The Big Dipper's there, the other stars. There's Brighty McBright Star, uh, Sally Star Star, uh, Zoe Star, Triangle. I see a triangle. Okay, so I got the Big Dipper, right? And you got the Big Dipper's handle. How many stars we got in the Big Dipper? Oh, maybe that's more stars. Uh, maybe that's not even... Is that the Little Dipper? I'm call, Am I calling you the Big Dipper and you're the Little Dipper? I think you might be. You're just so huge right now. I think I might be calling the Big Di- the Little Dipper the Big Dipper. But uh, there's a big triangle of bright stars right by the Little Dipper or the Big Dipper. I'm having uh, second thoughts about calling you the Big Dipper. What about us? Are there any constellations called the Big Bopper? Well, here's the thing: when was the last constellation constellation named? Like, did it cease with the Greeks and the Romans? It, or you know, because people are still naming stars and discovering stars. And I think I named a star. I think I bought my cousin. The, you know, when you can name a star for somebody, I think that was a thing like 30 years ago. I bought my cousin a star. Or had it named after him? Maybe it, no. Maybe it was only fifteen years ago because I think I named it after his family. But oh boy, is it milky out there? There's so many stars. Uh, it, 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 I mean, I wonder if I was in a pitch black scenario, there'd be even more. But I have a little bit of light here. I can see my hand. I can see my microphone. It was still the forest friends are not bothering me. I don't know where the. Uh, uh, lightning bugs went. Uh, oh, there they are. They're in a pine tree uh, down the road a little bit. They're coming. Hey, what's up? Come on over. Uh, hey, do you know what? Do you know anything about Pac-Man? Uh, this is another lightning bug. How you doing, Francine? Eh, where are you going? Uh, somewhere. No, well, Francine had somewhere to go. Francine, the lightning bug. We're just here. We're uh, pandering to the sky, to the stars. Wondering, you know, if you'll show us a, a shooting star. Maybe I could wish on it. Starlight, star bright. Uh, who's the favorite star I see tonight? All of you. By the way, when uh, the stars aren't reflected in the lake, because I, I don't know why that is. Is that because the lake's rippling or because it's dark out? But uh, I'm here with my favorite lake, my favorite group of stars. 
and really good to be in your presence. I'm really humbled, and because uh, holy moly, there's a lot of you, and you're really beautiful. It's uh, I love just staring and letting my eyes go focused and unfocused, and wonder how many layers, and and start to sense the tactile nature of the depth of the dark night sky it's not even a pitch black night sky and there's still so many of you out there and you really really look good and I, and also I was wondering right like who when was the last time someone made up a, I mean I'm sure my listeners will let me know last constellation because who was I was saying big bopper you know we could get a big bopper uh, Richie Valens one um, how about this one, Chantilly Lace? That would be easy. Uh, that would be one I could name. Let's say these fifty stars here. That's the Chantilly Lace constellation. Uh, yeah, Orion's. But let's just say it. Orion's belt's uh, located in the Chantilly Lace zone. Um, I don't know if Big Bopper sang that song, but uh, it, I think those were those are like uh, bands from the fifty. La Bamba. Everybody. If you, you should check that movie out if you haven't seen it. Lou Diamond Phillips is in that movie. But yeah, I'm looking to my left and where the where I was saying the clouds were, the wispy clouds earlier, they're starting to dissipate. And some more bright stars are coming out. We do have a power plant to our left, and so that has a lot of lighting. So that makes it a little bit tougher. And then, of course, you want me to check on the horizon, and the horizon is still uh, kind of an amber light uh, flickering, like almost like a lighthouse light. But I know this area well enough to know there's no land that way. That's out into the lake. And this lake is, I mean, this is a great lake. There's no sea on the other side of it where I am. Um so probably is a boat. I would say it's probably the Coasties because that's the biggest boats. And I mean, I don't. There's not a lot of night fishing around here that I know about. Though I don't, you know, as Terry would say, I don't really know a lot about a lot. But it it looks good. It's uh, maybe two lights next to one another. Almost looks like it's saying, "Hey, what you, is that a podcaster, Pod Boy?" Yeah, I was trying to interview some um, lightning bugs earlier. I'm lucky enough that uh, it's kind of uh, peaceful here otherwise. Just a few lightning bugs and just waiting around for the stars to say, you know, send me something, send something into our orbit. Uh, hey, atmosphere, can you cook up some uh, some incoming rocks or what are you doing? No. You know, I actually don't have anything specific I could wish for other than, you know, that you feel rested, that you feel like you're sinking deeper into your bed. I wonder if I could time my lulls and meanders with... Terry, do you want to do a duet? I was just thinking about this. Uh, Maybe the two of us could do a, a duet where I say, and you say splash... And Terry says, swish, and I say, swash. And I go my rhythm, I keep it in time with you. It's not a rhyming scheme that I'm familiar with, or that's consistently... (laughs) Maybe you should bid this segment adieu, but I'm here with Terry... You're always complimenting. You're right, Terry. You're always complimenting my my meanders at whatever pace. You do you, you, you do me, right? That's what you're saying to me? I think, hey, Terry, did you notice that those lights, I was wondering if that's a boat or a planet, have they moved? Terry, I got a couple more questions for you. Off to my uh, right, is that the sun below the earth or what? Yeah, Terry, I got a whole other set of questions for you. You do you know? Have you heard about flat earthers? You have. I mean, I guess if you lived on this lake, you'd think that it was 
at the end of Terry, there was nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we yeah, we're just we'll just wonder about it, you're right, Terry. Just like I wonder, I wonder, I wonder when when will the shooting star fly for me? That was a, that was from the book of love stars. I was singing that for you. You really look like your whole like what about here's the thing. What about a super complex um constellations? Like when you get up here, now you can really you can really see here how with the right amount of imagination you could say, "Holy cow, that look at those abs on Perseus." I've never seen abs like that. No, oh no, sorry, 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 Hercules. I was, uh, sorry, the rest of it. Just, uh, just pandering to one constellation. I can only pander to one constellation at a time. I was saying, holy uh, golden fleece. You want to talk about a golden fleece? Uh, is that a golden fleece on your shoulders? Because I was imagining it was. When, you, when you're out here and you really got good star action... You can really imagine, you can really start to see things in the stars, like kind of like looking at the clouds, like I, I guess now so I could see Perseus's abs, uh, a bit like Sean T, uh, Perseus, uh, that, that's who I'd have play you in the movie. I don't know if Sean T just does uh, fitness, not acting, but uh, we could get somebody else, I'm sure. Um Maybe I should, should, what about a chariot? You're right, Perseus. You want me to find you a chariot? No problem. Thanks. Thanks for uh, participating. I have all these lightning bugs I was trying to interview earlier. And Terry, she just wants to do, she's, we're doing, uh, I don't know if we're doing a harmony or a duet or the other thing, a rhythm and, and, um, she's in my rhythm section. You're right. Holy Rhythm Nation, Terry. Are you a fan of Rhythm Nation, Janet Jackson? course of course you are and here trying to find perseus a chariot out here in the stars maybe while i'm doing that i'll see a shooting star maybe i will right a, a chariot for perseus so perseus i see a few stars here to the left of your abs not the oh listen to that perseus a bird's singing for us did you hear that I'm seeing something that looks looks more like um, a, uh, a a a, draw, a child's drawing of a sailboat. How do you feel about uh, getting into a sailboat? Don't you have to go like uh, get the golden apple? Isn't that how you got the golden fleece? Like you, somebody fell asleep when they were having a apple and you got it above them or something? Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not a mythologist, Perseus. I'm just I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan of you and uh, the things you do. And I got you a boat. I mean, look at that. It's a sailboat. Wouldn't you want to take that for a spin? Of course you would. Climb in. If I do see a chariot, I'll get back to you. But for now, enjoy your boat trip. Okay, so we'll we'll take a look here and see if we could see a uh, anything else out there. Chariot for Perseus. Maybe some. Maybe somebody else. Anybody else out there? What are you? I see two eyes. Are you a, a frog princess? Yeah, I do see you. I do. A frog princess hiding in the night sky. I see your crown. I see your eyes. I see your belly. Do frogs have belly buttons? Because you do. Oh goodness! Tell me more about you, frog princess. I'm looking for the rest of your body. And I'm not seeing it, but that's because you're in the night sky. Of course, it wouldn't be easy for me to see that. But, you know, that's why I'm here is to uh, investigate these things. So you're just trying to relax and mind your own business. Just, uh, well, hey, do me a favor. Don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with the lightning bugs. So if you could keep your tongue off those lightning bugs, that'd be great. If you see a chariot, let me know. Do you have you heard of Pac-Man? Oh, well, that's a great idea, Frog Princess. We'll find a Pac-Man or a oh boy, I think I just saw a shooting star, but it could have been a bug reflecting in the sky because it was just out of the corner of my eye. It's pretty close to the Frog Princess. Thank you, Frog Princess, for that. 
We am looking for any uh, Pac-Man related constellations, maybe even a bow. Or what about baby? Was there baby Pac-Man or was that baby Donkey Kong? I know um, Wreck-It Ralph is coming out, the next movie. I can't remember what it's called because it's like a, a play on words, the name of the film. But I'm looking forward to that. I really enjoyed that movie. And the acting talents of uh, uh, Sarah Silverman and uh, John uh, C. Riley. Or John, I think it's John C. Riley. I might be adding the C. Uh, really, really great, uh, great movie. The original Wreck-It Ralph. But yeah, I'm here. I'm looking for anybody related. Maybe Cubert. Cubert uh, was a character. What a game! What? What? what a, a lot of these early arcade games. Terry, uh, Lightning Bugs and Stars. Just in case you wanted to be filled in here on some of this stuff. Seen a plane out there, or maybe it's a satellite. It's uh, moving across the sky. It's blinking, so I'd assume it's in Earth's atmosphere. But I, I was saying that a lot of these early uh, video games, they uh, S-T-U-N-K, one stunk. Cubert was one that sticks out to me. It was challenging, and I never played it very much. I didn't play a lot of these early games, but Cubert was a very cool-looking character. It was a character... He was kind of a poofball with feet, and he had this big nose that was it looked like a bit like a old uh, a old fashioned horn, like that would go aruga aruga. Again, I just saw something that could have either been a bug in the floodlight or a shooting star. So I'll, I'll wait to squeal till we have a shooting star sighting. But Cubert. Uh, I think that was it. And I don't know what Cubert... Maybe Cubert was supposed to shoot balls out his uh, snout. And Cubert had to jump on boxes. Those are the only things I remember about Cubert. Sorry I brought it up. It probably confused all of you. Since, as the lightning bug said, you don't know what I'm talking about anyway. But, uh, oh, stars in the sky. Oh, show me your new constellations. And your old ones I won't be able to identify. Oh, show me the way to relax my audience. Be here. I'll be here with you as you're here with me, even though you're there all the time. Holy cool thing. I just had a lightning bug shoot fly by really fast, like riding the wind. And it was like a shooting star. It was just as good. It was like a... A lightning bug imitating a shooting star as I was doing that ode. So I'll do some more odes to, like, now I'll do an ode to lightning bugs and hopefully we'll get a shooting star. Oh, to lightning bugs up in the sky. Oh, uh, to, to how you float and you light trees. You make every day seem like the best wedding day. Because you say, wow, look at how they did that, and it really feels nice, and you make me, you know, fantasize about living in a world of winged creatures where our way is lit by lanterns of lightning bugs. They do that because, you know, they're paid a fair wage and all that for being lantern lightning bugs in a lantern. And maybe that's because, you know, I don't know how that economy works. But I've seen that, you know, in elven and, uh, you know, fairy-type lands. And you don't know what I'm talking You don't know what elves are. Holy cow, I'm here with a lightning bug that doesn't know what an elf is. I'm not sure I would be able to. Let me see if I can find a constellation to explain it to you. The elves are a, a famous set of creatures. You see that... Like looks that kind of looks like a triangle there, but it's a long, elongated one. That's kind of like the that's that's a famous constellation. It's called the Elf's Ear, and that's because their ears are uh, pointed like that. And I think it's because they, um, I don't know, they're, they're because they're forlorn. The length of a uh, elf's ear, they say, is equal to the forlorn. Ages before, that run before it. I think Gandalf said that, but it probably in a different way, in a different context too. 
But the elves are, because they're, to- they're forlorn. I think I did say that because I think that maybe, at least some of the elves, they love nature. I do know that. Some of them are uh, magic users in some realms. Dragonlance, I believe. Uh, clerics, usually, I think elven clerics. Here's one thing you, you need to know about. A lot of elves, they don't wear uh, um, armor because they they're you know because they're creatures of nature purportedly they like to be able to blend in and things and that is has nothing to do with why their ears are shaped that way i think that's just to help them hear things you know they hear, maybe they hear better i don't know if a sharper ear makes for a sharper hear but that does rhyme and sound pretty good don't you think and I'm trying to think of any other uh, constellations that remind me of elves. Like, they like bow and arrows. I don't see, other than the exact same triangle I used to uh, describe the uh, ear, I could I could say that's like a bow, but then that would be... Oh, there's another one that looks a bit like a bow. There's another lightning bug high in the sky looking a bit like a shooting star saying, I don't understand what you mean by elves. I'd say, do you know who would love lightning bugs as elves? I think they was saying that. So they probably wouldn't put you in jars to light the way for weddings and elven events. But they in cartoons, animated TV shows and movies, they do. And fairies, which are a bit like elves, they usually have wings. Um, yeah, I guess I'm... I'm uh, I'm at the end of my knowledge or lack thereof. In but elves, they kind of like. Sometimes they fall in love with humans. Usually, only ha- humans played by incredibly handsome actors, um, not by uh, podcasters. I, I guess I could. I mean, here's a here's a question. I'll put it out to you, Terry. Uh, lightning bugs, stars. Could I win the love of an elf? Uh, what, what do you think the odds are? Are you giggling? Oh boy, I'm I'm like uh, just just a simple question. It could have been, it could have answered with a maybe. Have you ever heard a lake laugh? Because uh, Terry can't even she can't even create a wave because she's laughing so hard. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that would probably be a probably not. Is uh, is how that answered? That was how that was answered. So you don't think I could win the love of an elf? For what if I? What if I? That was my new catchphrase for the love of an elf. That doesn't make any sense either. I guess not. You know who's a favorite? Uh, famous elf is uh, Link or Zel- Zelda. We th- that was a debate on the internet like uh, six months ago, and I actually didn't follow the threads to their conclusion. So I don't know who the star of uh, Legend of Zelda is. I think it's Link, who is the elf. And but then they say people say, "Well, who's Zelda then?" And I say, "I don't know because I don't even, I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to see any kind. I'm just trying to see a shooting star. To be honest, uh, I'm gonna dip my head back. I don't know if you can hear that on the mic, but I'm dipped back a little bit more." Look into these stars that I haven't given my attention to because I was uh, not looking at them. But yeah, I'm here. I'm here looking for a shooting star saying, you know, throw me a bone or throw me a new constellation I can name. You know, Perseus, was that who I was talking to earlier? Perseus needs a, a, a was that Ephesius? Who's Ephesius? Anyone? Is that somebody I should know? I think, uh, what is that, like the, uh, d- is that the cup bear of Dionysus or what? Oh, sorry, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't need any God's ire coming on me. Um, so I'm here, I'm, I, I, I can pander to whatever stars I need to pander to. I'm pandering to all of you above, how lucky are we? You're up there above Terry. I'm here near the shore of Terry. You know, just another night out here, relaxing with the stars, wondering. Even more stars are coming out now, minute by minute, layer by layer, light year by light year. What stands between us 
There's like dark matter. There's the Earth's atmosphere. There's like the troposphere, probably. I don't know if those are things in the topsoil mesosphere. Um, probably some alto cumulus clouds somewhere. Fival. Fival, you know, if if I knew where the moon was, I could pretend I was looking at it at the same time. Oh, who's Fival? Great question. And I don't really have a good answer for that because I didn't. I don't think I ever even saw the movie. I only saw the part where Fival sings. But Fival was a mouse. Uh, there was a movie called The American, um, An American Tale. Probably didn't age well. I'm just taking a guess. Fival was a mouse. And the things I know about Fievel, and they're not gonna, it's not going to do many real... Fievel had a big blue hat, Fievel was a mouse, and Fievel had a, uh, I'd say a cherry red um, uh, jacket uh, outfit. And Fievel, I don't know if Fievel came to America without Fievel's family, or Fievel's family went to America without Fievel. And at some point, Fievel looked at the moon and sang somewhere out there. Like, Fievel was looking for Fievel's family. And it was an American tale, I guess, somewhere. Uh, yeah, probably a little P-R-O-P, you know, gander, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, it was a movie. It came out. Uh, my brother used to watch. I think my brother had a uh, Fievel doll. I won't say which brother. Uh, just probably the one that does the art for the podcast, uh, possibly. And I don't know if there a Fievel constellation. I think there was an American Tale too, uh, Fievel in Paris, and then there was a movie I made, uh, Fievel in London. Uh, but uh, I don't even. But but I didn't actually make that movie because I said, "Who's Fievel again? What's my line?" Uh, what what are we going to do after he sings somewhere out there beneath the sun and stars? Someone's thinking of me in something, something else. That was the lines. I still sing it from time to time. Uh, just when the words somewhere out there come up, because that's just how my brain works. Somewhere out there is a chariot for Perseus. And a definition of what Fievel and the actual plot of American Story. And maybe there's a shooting star for my audience and I. I'm not singing, but I'm kind of sing-songing. But this is a special bonus episode, so hey. Um, is This is a good question. Is there any Fievel like... I'm not really seeing... I'm just enjoying the star. Why do I, you know, why do I got to project meaning on these stars, right? Oh, you, the stars are laughing. Oh, you're still laughing about that elf thing. So no chance with me and an elf. What about a Smurf? Do you think a Smurf, not Smurfette, but, you know, another non-famous Smurf. What's a Smurf? Whew. I thought you were millions of years old. How old am I? Oh, boy. So a Smurf, they were, uh, it's interesting, they're another forest-dwelling creature, and they're blue, all blue. I mean, I presume they live in uh, mushrooms, and I guess that's it. Other than that, they're, I think one of them has, mat, one of them's a magician. I don't know if he's, was jokey. Is he the one with the magic boxes? I think there was probably a magic elf, too. But I don't know, maybe they didn't practice magic. And they they would say uh, smurferific and stuff. They'd say, what in the smurf are you doing? But they were uh, they're just forest creatures. You know, to be honest, I preferred the gummy bears over the um, uh, smurfs. The gummy bears did have magic. They could they could drink a gummy juice, and they could, then they could bounce around. Um... I don't know, and they also had uh, these roller coasters that went through trees. Now you're really confused. Well, no problem. It's like uh, it's what I'm here for, stars, to put you to bed, you and my listeners to bed, with a story of uh, the boy who looked for a shooting star, a bit like in you know Fievel's Tears, uh, maybe is what I'm seeing up there. This new constellation recently discovered 
And the person that discovered it actually uh, was at, uh, you, you know, they called him on stage at Comic-Con. He was there with the Smurf and an elf. Uh, and, you know, they said, hey, let's get lunch and see how it goes. Uh, so that was something imaginary. But, you know, it could happen. It could happen, stars. So, don't, you, know, you know, don't judge a uh, Don't... I guess you could... You should just give me a shooting star. It'd be great. What about that? I think that's kind of like a, a maple leaf up there. I could still find a, a chariot for Perseus. Maybe they could be uh, American Tale 4, a chariot per, for Perseus. Or maybe just Fivel's Adventures. We could. Have, it could be a show... Fivel's Adventures, The Chariot for Perseus. What do you think? That would be just an episode. It would be the same plot as any, any of those other plots where you have a device and then you go through time forward and backwards to solve other people's problems. And then, so then uh, Perseus would need... Maybe it could be me... And my bows, uh, Smurf. Oh, I'm seeing something moving slowly in the sky there. I'm also seeing, yes, I'm seeing you crossing my vision. Now, this is probably is a satellite. It's way out there. It's moving both slowly and quickly. It seems like it's pretty far up, and it's drifting in and out of my vision even. Um, be great if it's a spaceship full of uh, Smurfs and elves that are, uh, you know, just looking to hang, you know, meet me and say, hey, like, uh, let's see if maybe there's, a, maybe it's a spaceship full of a billion of beings. And they say, well, uh, you find Scooter amusing, huh? You could say, oh, nearly charming. But, uh, so I'm just here talking to the stars, hoping for a shooting star. How about this? I won't even try to date any Smurfs or elves if you give me a shooting star. I'm here with my listeners. I'm here with Lake Terry. Uh, here with my uh, bug friends, just talking. And I guess I'm going to uh, carry you into sleep now because you haven't given me anything. Oh, Ryan's belt. Oh, Pac-Man, Fievel, and Link. Oh, Perseus, and your abs. So strong. So star-based. I hope soon you find your chariots and I discover what this light is on the horizon. I hope that Blinky is enjoying Blinky's evening wherever Blinky went. And that Pac-Man and Qbert and Donkey Kong and Miss Pac... What about Miss Pac-Man? Terry... I know you. I mean, I know I've asked you out before, and you said, you know, you got. It's different for a lake, and I said I can respect that. Uh, but you know, I'm comfortable with our relationship. But do you think? What about Miss Pac-Man? Probably not a good idea. You're right. I mean, ba- ba- dating a mouth-based being. Oh, there's a big age difference. You're right, Terry. You're so complimentary. Uh, yeah, Miss Pac-Man's way older than me. Totally right. I didn't even think about that. Uh, is that but that doesn't, I mean, oh, also way more successful. Oh, uh, thanks, Terry. Um, so here, here I am. Oh, to the stars. We're looking for a shooting star. A chariot for Perseus. A place for me to hang my head. Good night, stars, in your Milky Way, waiting for a shooting star. Oh, please, oh, please, please, please. I see triangles in the stars, and I think of Pythagoras. I see something that looks a bit like a... What about, hey, hey, Perseus, I see something right now that looks like, what is that thing called that you stand on? It was supposed to be the, I always forget this, it was supposed to be the next great invention. Now the people that just patrol malls use them. It's a Segway. 
I don't I don't see a chariot, but I do see a seg the Segway constellation, Perseus. You see it over there? It's like I got five stars. That's the curvy part that you hold on to with your hands. And then below it there is a wheel. Same thing as you just plug it in. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I thought you were a demigod. Maybe just plug it into your golden fleece. I'm probably, I'm positive that thing generates some electricity. Yeah, plug it into the, um, yeah, right there. And then you can just cruise around. It's just like a chariot, same thing. So good night, Perseus. Good night, everyone. Good night, Terry. And I'll close it out with a few kisses good night from uh, Lake Terry. Uh, thanks for supporting the show. Good night.